Good Friday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal. And I'm Joel. So the Madam Web trailer dropped. We're going to talk about it. Uh, feel free to have your own conversation as long as it's respectful in the chat as the show's going. If you want to share your thoughts, do so in the comments down below. If you want to be on the show, of course, you can use Super Chats as a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show and you'll be part of the show forever. Uh, if you want to help us out, you can always uh, like the video, subscribe to our channel, and we'll see you guys next time here uh, with more content on Comp Pop Returns. So uh, Madam Web is a trailer that uh, dropped. It's a movie that Sony's been threatening for yes, years. they have. As we said time and time again, if you see Venom, this is going to happen. Yeah, that's right. Venom and Venom was like the thing that like emboldened Sony. They're like, we can do no wrong. Then they made, made a billion dollars. They made a billion dollars. They made an Oscar winning movie. They made a highly anticipated sequel. They made like across the Spider-Verse into the spider The Spider-Verse movies are like the jewel, the crown jewel. Although Venom isn't too far mm -hmm. behind. Like he's like a big ruby or something in this crown that they wear atop their <laughs> ridiculous heads. But yeah, emboldened by more, uh, they're like, all right, well, we, we can get away with making more Spider-Man movies with no Spider-Man in them. Uh, I cite Yeah, we can Morbius. make a cinematic universe out of scraps. Ugh. Exactly, <laughs> completely out of scraps. Like we're, we're basically patchworking together an entire universe out of, uh, out of whatever's left over from Spider-Man that we have every right to use, by the way, because Sony like practically owns Spider-Man lock yeah, stock and right. barrel. If you've ever seen the leaked contract, there is just, it, it is, it is obscene how they own like stem to stern, the character, everybody associated with that character. You can actually trace decisions made by Marvel in the comics today to that contract in that you're like watching, you're reading some big, time marvel comics event and you're like how come spider-man doesn't like matter in any of these and it's like oh because if he's too big <laughs> the event is a spider-man event and then it goes to sony if a character's created and he's a spider-man character it goes to sony mm. like it's just like oh my god fine all right so uh let's do a head count of those sony movies that we've gotten that are not spider-man related like this th that should technically be this universe Mm -hmm. whenever you want yeah aren't contracts fun yeah uh, so let's do a head count of all the uh, Sony movies that uh, exist that don't have any Spider-Man in them yep Sounds if you'll join me, me. <laughs> <laughs> again I think we're getting a bit of a fucked up delay on here again yep. <laughs> why this is yep, a problem we sure are yeah me either uh, but I'll be certain to contact my provider. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, all right, so the list we got going on, it's it's Venom, it's Venom 2, it's Madam Web, it's Morbius, uh, and mm -hmm. of course the upcoming Craven the Hunter, which we should have seen already. It should have been part of this universe oh, already, yes. but unfortunately, we had to wait for it. Mm. A wait that I'm sure will be worth it. Oh, yes, oh, certainly. Yeah, no, no, no. And then, of course... After another slam dunk being uh, Craven the Hunter, well, after the success of Madam Web, uh, people will be clamoring to go see Craven the Hunter. That'll be a billion dollar movie, and then, uh, and then I guess we can wait for the cardiac flick for all the cardiac fans out there. And uh, yeah, uh, I oh, know Nightwatch. Right? Yeah, Nightwatch can get a movie. Oh, Willow the Wisp, perhaps. Obviously, Prowler. Mm, the Slingers. Yeah. Oh, the Slingers. See, I'm surprised this isn't a Slingers movie. 
It really should be, shouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just thrown off by the by the delay, folks. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about this trailer, I guess. Uh, before we do, I wanted to mention that this... Um, I'm not... I don't want to disparage the people who are in this movie because they Likewise. were approached... Right, they're approached by a major studio for now and they were offered the opportunity to be in one of these comic book superhero movies that everybody's talking about Who and doesn't want that right exactly i understand their motivation i understand their decisions for doing it uh but you know it's not their fault that we have to see a madam web movie someone had to say yes and i understand yeah. <laughs> that these are the these are the unlucky people uh Although I think they also fall into the category of like part of the formula, because I believe there is like a Sony formula, a master plan surrounding these mm. movies. And uh, one of them is make sure to get names, people that oh, someone yeah. is talking about in a boardroom at another studio. Like if they want, <laughs> if somebody wants Sydney Sweeney, well then son of a bitch, we're getting Sydney Sweeney. And everybody's <laughs> talking about that Jared Leto. Let's make sure we got Garrett Jared Leto Gotta in have here. Got to have him. He's, <laughs> people know the name. And I like these ladies. They've all been in good stuff that I've enjoyed. Yes. The only one that I, I, I must say, I am not still sold on Dakota Johnson. Mm, right. I don't, I don't mean to disparage her. I'm just saying I'm not sold on her acting, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but, but, and, and of course being the titular character star of Madam Web that may uh, uh, cause problems, but uh Yeah. So, uh, but, but th th that's my only real negative about any of the cast being here. I'm just saying, kind of like, it, you know, it's a it's a female ensemble Spider-Man picture. Mm -hmm. There, there is no shortage of female Spider adjacent characters, oh, so it makes perfect yes. sense to me. Like, I get that. that. There's nothing wrong with them making like a Spider Women movie. And they got them all in here. It's like they couldn't pick which Spider-Woman they wanted to do. So they said, screw it. We're doing all of them and just calling it <laughs> Madam Web. Well, I wonder if they weren't sure if like the audiences would go see like multiple Spider-Women movies or perhaps they mm. were like, maybe they were in a position where they're like, oh, what, do, what the hell do we call them all? You know, yeah, like really Spider-Woman, Spider-Woman 2, but not that Spider-Woman 2. Like, you know, Aranya? I don't know. Let's put them all in one movie and then not call any of them Spider-Woman. I find it interesting, too. They have them all in here, even ones that you've probably forgotten, like Maddie Franklin and everything. No Silk, though, because they were also apparently developing a Silk show and they might still be developing a Silk show. And also, hey, spoiler, Silk showed up in the game, too. So clearly, you know, Silk is busy. Silk's got a full dance card. Well, it, the fact that there is like there is Silk talk going on means that Sony considers Silk to be like a viable Hot franchise. Money. Yeah, more so than Julia Carpenter. So shoehorn her into this Madden Web movie. Which, which fair because she's newer. Julia Carpenter, well, only she's certainly not as new. As, well, Silk is newer, but Julia Carpenter was invented in like the 80s. Mm, this is true. But uh, yeah, so we have this trailer. I, I, oh, I don't want to get all I don't want to do all scattershot. I want to I want to make sure we get we compartmentalize this because like we'll there is there is this like situation where it, it, everyone saw this trailer and they went right because I know 
like what to expect at this point from Sony. Why do we know that? What are some of the hallmarks of a Sony movie and more importantly, a Sony trailer that teases the movie that we all know isn't very good? Mm-hmm. It's all there. Right? Uh, so chip, chipping uh, chipping away at it. For one, it's usually a director I've never heard of. But but more importantly, yep. uh, super dark trailer, always like leaning oh, yes. into the kind of like edgy element of this world. Marvel wouldn't do this. That kind of like tone, I think. This ain't your grandpappy, Spider Women. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about, I'm comparing that trailer, like the Mar- the Madam Web trailer to like Craven and Morbius. Like they all, they're oh, all almost, dark. It's one for one almost. Exactly. Well, what what are some of the one to ones? Like, what are some of the hallmarks that make it like this is this is what we can expect from a from a Sony trailer that we we have beat for beat in these trailers? Well, like you said, it's got to be moody. We got to have a lot of narration because we're selling you on new characters that a lot of people haven't heard of before and new out there situations. You, you got to have a popular song. Got to have a pop song in there somewhere. Yeah, we've got it. We got a Billie Eilish song in here. I also love that the song is called What Do You Want? Well, not it's not called What Do You Want For Me, but that's the that's the one they want you to keep playing over and over again. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. What do you want from me? You want me Sony. to watch your movie? Stop making them like this. It is perfectly uh, the fact that everything also feels quite dated in the cinematic language. Like when I'm sitting there watching that trailer and like this feels like a movie that they would have made right after Ben Affleck's Daredevil. This feels <laughs> like this came from another era creatively. And another thing, and this is true of all these Sony trailers, every line read in that trailer felt like a first take. Because it Definitely. probably was because they make these quick, cheap, and dirty. Again, if you listen to uh, what is it, uh, Tom? What's uh, Tom Hardy talking oh, about God. making Venom? Yeah, they basically did that whole movie in one take. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how the movie got out so quickly and went from trailer to theaters. I, I mean, we could just fix it in ADR. You know, for for Marvel's like throw a green screen behind it. Sony's is just ADR it. Like just just voice over it. If so, who cares if she says symbiotes? We'll just make her say something else later. Oh yeah, that drove me crazy, and I love Jenny Slate. What's what's funny about that too about that Venom thing? If you notice, uh, Tom Hardy in that movie like wore a bunch of bracelets, which is something that like Eddie Brock has never done anywhere. Yeah, that's because yeah. those are Tom Hardy's real bracelets. They just didn't have him change it, so he just wore his own bracelets on the thing. Oh my god! So do you think there was a uh, was there like a continuity director who was like, who like we're we're, we're missing crucial or oft overlooked elements of the production side. Like, yes, there's a craft services table, but there's no like quality <laughs> control or like, yes, no. there is like a, there's a script supervisor, but they're only here Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could yeah. be how they keep things under budget. I very much think so. Yeah. Uh, but also I think it's mostly indicative of the fact that Sony is like not interested in making like a pure product. They're interested in making a thing like a a, a product and a story yes also the fact that they always feel like they're showing up to something like way late to the party after everyone else like we can make solo superhero movies too hey you you like female-led superhero movies we can do that you like the spider-verse we're doing spider-verse too see look you know we can do it (laughs) right and and you like interconnectivity yeah no we'll 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 do that like do you guys do you guys remember them referencing morbius kind of or venom maybe in the craven trailer or perhaps you like the fact that morbius said we are venom even though that wouldn't make any sense and he wouldn't know who that is 
Mm-hmm. And also Michael Keaton will show up at some point. We'll get a sleepy Michael Keaton to show up. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll and then we'll throw that scene away and then we'll reshoot it. Yeah, we know what we're doing. Yeah, we're we're a we're a functioning studio. Um so yeah, there there's a there's a formula to these movies and there and, and I think that part of the reason why there is a formula is because there is like a, 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 a not sinister, but more like lazy overtone, which is just like, mm. get it out, get the money. We don't care. Like we are cashing in on one executive's good decision, yeah. manipulating a desperate company <laughs> 30 years ago. <laughs> wow. I never thought of it that way, but holy shit. You're right. Get, get it in on time under budget. Well, the getting's good. Exactly. That's, that's how this whole, op- this, this whole operation functions. Um, so I don't want to rag on this trailer without undue cause. I don't want to just be like, Oh, another Madam web trailer, uh, uh, another female superhero led movie. Boo. No, 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 no. This is very special. This is different. No, it is, and I'm glad you mentioned that because you notice all the regular suspects there, all the rage grifters, all the anti-fan people, they're not out in force with their knives out for Madam Web. You notice that? It's almost like even they know in their endless bullshit, oh, no one's excited for this. No one cares about this. This doesn't threaten me in any meaningful way. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave this one alone. That should tell you everything you need to know right there. That's true. Everyone else is going to be focusing on how bad the Madam Web trailer I will continue to double down on these other movies that at least have different opinions about them. Um, yes, I, I have a lot of Brie Larson PNGs I need to add angry eyes to. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but yeah, so um, maybe you didn't even know, folks, who is in this movie, but it's this is one of the more egregious ones because of the amount of names that you can see that are in mm. this movie. And I don't mean necessarily the, the stars of the movie, the actors, but rather the characters. Indeed. Madam Web boasts a heavy cast of your favorite Spider-Man adjacent characters like Madam Web, but also including Anya Corazon. So Aranya is in this movie. Uh, yep. As you mentioned earlier, Matty Franklin is in this movie. Julia Carpenter is in this movie. Uh, also, they mentioned uh, Tahar Rahim is playing Ezekiel Sims. So Ezekiel, yes. the totemic would-be mentor of Spider-Man is in this movie. He's the only one who looks like a Spider-Man character, unless you count like the Spider-Women, but like he's dressed like a Spider-Man, although his his eyes are connected, so he looks like he's wearing glasses. It's very strange. Did you see Straczynski's take on that one? He's like, oh, they're using one of my characters, huh? Well, that's not how I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly not. Uh, you know, I might have considered asking J. Michael Straczynski, creator of Babylon 5, to write me a treatment for an Ezekiel movie. If they were looking to, you know, plumb the depths of Spider-Man's history, you know, you could have had an Ezekiel versus Morlun movie. That would have been kind of neat. I mean, this Ezekiel basically is more London. Like, okay, so we need a guy from the comics who's evil, right? And he's connected to the spiders, yeah. But he doesn't have a costume? No, fuck. Well, give him a costume then. Make him an evil Spider-Man. Give him an evil Spider-Man costume. And make him a Terminator. I kind of would have... I I think that if it wasn't an evil Spider-Man, if it hadn't been Ezekiel, if it had been more Lun, I might have been more excited for this movie. Right, me too. Like, again, just translating exactly how he's in the comics. This weird Victorian puffy shirt guy with his vampire nails. You know why they didn't do it? Because Morbius failed. Oh, fuck, that's right. That's why! Oh, my God. We already have a vampire. 
<laughs> Morbius cheated us of more Lun. I hate that Ugh. so much now. Yeah, what a shame. Ugh. So Ezekiel had to be shoehorned into more Lun's mold. That's that that's 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 too bad. Although it's, it's just a guy in a suit, but who has a costume sometimes, but a suit. I wonder is that a thing they went back and changed because Ezekiel doesn't have a costume in the books. Did they shoot most of this and then go, oh fuck, we got to go back and change? He's got to have something special. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a lot of pickups where they were like, just shoot a bunch of sinister-looking shots of a stunt person in that random, hastily put together Birds of Prey, the TV I, series looking costume. I, I'm so glad you mentioned Birds of Prey because it happened with Black Mask in the Birds of Prey movie. They shot oh, the yes. whole thing without the Black Mask, and then you could so tell where they stitched that in later, where it's like, okay, put the mask on and do a thing. Yeah, exactly. No, they definitely and then take do that. it off before the end. <laughs> Right, just whip it off so that we can seamlessly like stick that scene with this scene. Um, so yeah, but I, I should point out there are other characters in this movie which make this mm. even more baffling. See, like right. Morbius, Craven, and uh, what's the other one? Oh, Venom. Oh, Venom. Very little Spider-Man references going on. You know, we, we we're, we're ramping them up. Venom had none, except for like. The Daily Bugle, I think, was in it. Uh, oh, Morbius, yeah. we got um, Michael Keaton's Spider or Michael Keaton's Vulture, who fought a Spider Man, and of course, mm. in Let There Be Carnage, he actually goes to another universe and looks at Spider Man on TV. But 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 then they undo it in the next Marvel movie, which I fucking love that so much. That's yeah. the disdain they have. He can be here, but only in post credits. <laughs> yeah, and he can do nothing except get drunk and go home. Um. But I should point out that uh, we also have Adam Scott in this movie and yes. Emma Roberts. Adam Scott is playing Ben Parker. Yes, he is. He's the other EMT. He's Julia Carpenter's EMT, but you see him for a split second in the trailer. Yeah. Um, and Emma Roberts is playing Mary Parker. Ha ha. So we are setting up the Parkers. If Adam Scott is Ben Parker, then that means that this movie is a period piece. Peace, peace. Which means this movie must be set, I don't know, in 2005 or something? Maybe, because they're also showing that uh, Julia Carpenter has, like, time-warping abilities. It's not just that she has Spider-Sense. She can see the future, and she can Groundhog Day herself. So yeah, maybe that'll yeah. be important later. Well, I think the, uh, the there are some leaked details about this, because I think they are... The idea here is that Ezekiel is also, like... He has, like, you know, time-slash-cosmic awareness, and he's coming here to kill baby peter parker mm, to stop and the these... whole spider-man dynasty exactly maybe even like maybe they'll tie it in with spider-verse and like we're going to destroy the spider-verse by having like by killing peter parker throughout the multiverse or something mm -hmm. um all i know is making adam scott ben parker means that you have a very specific peter parker in mind for this universe and i think yeah. it means that adam that, that uh garfield is out but they really want to get this Tom Holland thing going. Yeah, which is good, I guess, because if they can all play nice again, we might get some more good movies and actually see a Spider-Man that we want to watch. <laughs> see, I th I think 
stay away from the Tom Holland Spider-Man stuff. Like, stay away from that Peter Parker. That's yeah, Marvel's good movies. Let it be. <laughs> that's Marvel Spider-Man. Leave him alone. If you want to have your own Spider-Man, there's a dude who is happy to be Spider-Man, who has unfinished business, who would be who would love to fight a giant alien. I say make Andrew Garfield the Spider-Man of this universe. He fights Venom. He fights Morbius. Hell, you can make a Sinister Six of who gives a crap villains. <laughs> Send Vulture back to the MCU, though, because he's from there. So please let, wrap that up. But, uh, you know, and, but, and then, of course, it, it, it begs the question, well, who would be the Sinister Six of the Sony-verse? Who indeed. Uh, and so we got a list. We got Morbius. We got Craven the Hunter. We've got mm -hmm. uh, Venom. That's three. We, Would he be on the villain team? I don't even fucking know his moral alignment. I didn't even watch the second one. Well, he could. Maybe, maybe they think Spider Man's a menace. Maybe Spider Man, you know, because he says in No Way Home he got rageful. Maybe he's like he people people turn against him, and so people think he's a villain. So Venom's like, I'm oh, in. I'll fight him. I'll team mm. up with you, users. And then maybe they they uh, they team up at the end to fight the Sinister Six. I mean, like every time you have like any multitude of villains in a Spider Man movie, he has to team up with somebody. Fair Whether that's enough. a Harry Osborn or a multitude of Spider-Men, I say make it a Sinister Six movie. Venom's on the Sinister Six until he heel turns and then joins Spider-Man. Then you got Spider-Man versus Venom and Spider-Man and Venom versus the Sinister Six. It's a cornucopia. <laughs> yeah. And then you can introduce other supervillains that Marvel has absolutely no interest in introducing, like Craven the Hunter or uh Mirage. or, or, or <laughs> Yeah. Uh so that is where we are. We're, we're, we're stuck with this Madam Web movie, which is building out the uh, the, the universe. But I, I thought it'd be fun. Joel, you yourself, before we get into Super Chats, you you, uh, you were talking, taking a look at the comments on the Ma the Madam Web trailer. Yes, yes. I and was. I thought I, I and you said there were some gold and I would love to hear some of your uh, some of your select mm -hmm. choices from the from the comment section of the Madam Web trailer just to see what the what well, the public you. is thinking. Right, because you know, I mean, we, we, we you know, we're in the sauce. You know, we're mired in this. It's true. This we're too work. close to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're too close to the material to have some truly unbiased takes here. So yeah, we're we're gonna take this to the street, and uh, we're gonna hear what uh, regular Joes have to say. You know, people who comment on the internet, the finest people that there is out there, truly the salts of the earth. That's right. That's right. For us to find and, out more about what they think about the uh, long-awaited Madam Web movie. Our favorite right. character. Absolutely. Now, to protect these people's anonymity, I'm not going to give you their screen names, and I'm not going to tell you what trailer site I took this from, but you could probably find it if you want. Uh, yeah, so fair. this is the top This is the top comment on this video. This felt like it had enough plot to be a miniseries instead of a movie, which is kind of interesting in and of itself as it relates to comic book movies and media and the audience. It does feel like a lot of people don't know anymore what's a movie and what's a show anymore. And indeed, this felt like a TV show in its production quality, <laughs> in, you know, its general design. And the fact that it has so many characters, I wouldn't be shocked if they're like, yeah, Madam Web, the series, you know, we've each episode follows one of these girls. And then, you know, there's a creepy guy chasing them and it all have a big finale at the end. Yeah, I mean... You know, I might greenlight that if I was a greedy, desperate studio that was just clinging to the corpse of a franchise that I drove into the ground, I might uh, consider milking that franchise into something like a, uh, well, how many girls are there? Four? Well, that's that's four different introduction episodes. 
And out of six episodes, I do four episodes. Each girl gets introduced. Each mm. girl gets chased by the same creepy guy. And then uh, the last two episodes, like maybe the fourth episode is when one or two of the girls team up. And then the fifth and sixth episodes are when all the girls team up and punch the bad guy. I've yeah. got a show. It cost me one episode of She-Hulk. Exactly. Hey, the, the Riverdale audience will love it. <laughs> yeah, no, the Riverdaleification of, of 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 the modern superhero uh, franchise is something that I'm like really expecting to happen any day now. Right, and this feels like it could be that thing if they wanted it to be, if they really wanted to pull the trigger on that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what, what was the other one you you wanted to share before we uh, jumped into some super ch- uh, super chats? Okay, here's the second biggest one here. This is the most interesting trailer that came out of the Sony non-Spider-Verse. I just love the psychological thriller aspect of it and how Madam Web is like a babysitter to these three girls. It's odd and all the characters are young, this film, but my prediction is that the old lady on the subway scene is actually the real uh, Madam Web from the future. Oh, this person is in. They have not. not I don't want to go so far as to say they've drunk the Kool Aid, but they are. They are lock, stock, and barrel down for this universe. They, which they, they, someone goes to see these movies. I mean, they don't. They don't have a. But they don't have a, a, a an intake of zero. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Which I mean, yeah. They're they're already drinking the Kool Aid. They're already doing their own film theories. They've already got their own galaxy brain takes on this <laughs> at this point. And also, you can tell this person sees a lot of movies because they've referred to what they just saw as a psychological thriller. <laughs> well, that that happens when you don't watch a lot of movies, or the movies you do watch are not psychological thrillers. Um, yeah. I, I just love, again, my, my favorite, th- this is one of my favorite genre of comics. I want to make a bold declaration and I'm going to, you know, use a word completely wrong, but be really <laughs> sure of myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I I think it's kind of almost sweet that people are excited for this movie because it's like, all right, you know what? Like, you know, it is Sony different. is... Sony's a movie studio. Like Sony is a real movie studio that knows how to make movies. Though I think it's more like one of those weird self, like self-loathing kind of situations where they're like, mm. we could just make movies. Like we could just get a script. We 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 pick a budget based on our experience. We pick like some some seasoned creators and we have them tell that story and a reasonable budget and then hopefully we make our money back. But no, they're like, no, we are a franchise machine. We are gonna make Ghostbusters into a like household like franchise, even though it hasn't been in 45 years. <laughs> like we're gonna make Spider-Man into a thing that expands outwards, even though it's at the end of the day, like two people, like it's two characters people care about, and then a bunch of people that care about those two people. Like because it's right now, right now in the year 2023, it's basically Miles and Peter. Like those are yep. the two characters that you can focus on, and the worlds around them are the are the movies they want to make, you know, like oh. Yeah. I mean, and the and and even then, okay, fine. Make an Uncle Aaron Prowler movie where he works with a kingpin. That you can do. You can do hey, that you, without you, any you get problem. Glover attached, I'm in. <laughs> Seriously, like that's my and, and you can make it in conjunction with Marvel. Like, we're gonna put it in your universe. We're not gonna do anything outside of like cosmetic stuff. Like, we'll put you know the tower in there, and we'll put like mm. uh, you know some reference to a to a green guy. But like otherwise, it's gonna be mostly. It's gonna be 99% Spider-Man focused. It's gonna be all about. Aaron, you know, yeah. but no, it's like, oh, we're gonna, we we need to introduce you to these characters who 
no one cares about outside of their context with the one character we seem to we, we seem to have a chokehold around, but also yeah. refuse to use in any way. Like, can you imagine? And I don't want to harp on this, so this will be probably the last time I talk about it. But like if they had declared at the top of the hour, like when they made Venom, right, when they made Venom and they were like, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Tom Hardy is Venom. And in three movies, he will fight Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. What? Just, just, just if they had said that, you know what I mean? Like if they had been like Garfield, do you want to be in one Venom movie? And he's like, yeah, okay, I'd, I'd do one Venom movie. Uh, and, and literally you're 50% of the movie. Like we just get yeah. all your, you know, we could say Aunt May died. Like no one has to come back for this movie except you. But we set that up so that everyone who goes to a Morbius movie or a Madam Web movie or a Craven the Hunter movie is like, maybe Spider-Man will show up in this. But because they refuse to to actually tell you because they refuse to declare it and because this movie seems to be more like first of all it's not gonna be andrew garfield and secondly it is definitely gonna be tom hart uh, tom uh, tom holland yeah to me Tom and, it, and it's gonna be confusing as shit probably because he is not in this unit like these universes are different movies or different universes yes. And it also gives audiences yet another multiverse to keep track of. And this was almost an episode we did this week too. Yeah. multiverse fatigue, because I don't mm -hmm. believe in superhero fatigue. I think if people were going to get tired of this, they would have got tired of it way sooner than they did. But multiverse fatigue, which seems to be what every company is leaning on right now, what everyone in the genre is married to at the moment that I'm actually willing to have a conversation with, especially because I have some interesting data from my own invincible videos I've been doing just recently. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think you're, I think you are 100% onto something here because I think that like, you know, while I don't want to necessarily switch gears and talk about the multiverse, I, sh we should say in that context, going all in on the multiverse is a bad idea today, especially if you're doing it in 2023, if you're setting mm. up your multiverse, I mean, like, People are very much willing to accept the Spider-Verse. Yes. But only really good. <laughs> only because we are looking at it through the lens of the main character, Miles. Yeah. People care about Miles and his place in that story, and the story trappings are multiverse. But that's yes. it. No, like I know they were developing a Spider-Man noir show or something or movie. They were developing a bunch of spinoffs from uh, Spider-Verse that never ended up happening. Right. Thank God. Because like I, on one hand, I appreciate and I think it would be fine to make a spy like Penny Parker getting a show and all these other like, mm. sure. But at the same time, you are you are diluting the brand and you are confusing your audience because like you said, you're you're giving them another multiverse to keep track of is Which audiences don't seem to like exactly like i i think that you know with respect to loki and the across the spider-verse you could say they're the same multiverse and that would be nice mm -hmm. but i know from too much meta watching too much meta reading that these guys don't communicate they barely communicate no. within themselves which is a problem so so like there's not going to be consistency between the two multiverses enough for them to say, no, no, it's same multiverse, same rules. Sony is not going to agree to a set of rules and restrictions about mm. what the multiverse is and what it does with Marvel, despite the fact that they are literally cannibalizing each other, figuratively cannibalizing each other over doing their own multiverses. Indeed. You are, you are exhausting your audience. So 
Uh, before we jump into more, uh, I'll read some super chats. Super sandwich, yeah. Madam Web. Oh, you mean Marvel's Tenet Two? They did a lot of. <laughs> there's a lot of spinning in this trailer. The real wow! I never even considered that. Holy shit! They're actually right? again. We came really late to this party. You like Tenet, right? We can do a Tenet. Uh huh. No, we didn't. We didn't even see the damn thing. I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I didn't actually see Tenet either. I didn't either. Yeah, Hobbs. I had the uh, chance, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get to this, and I never did. Yeah. No. Touch unrelated, but did you see that Avi Arad is going to have his hand in the live action Zelda movie? Man keeps failing upwards. <laughs> Absolutely, I did see that. I did I see that, actually. and I was, I was horribly disappointed. Yeah, it's going to be live action, and it's going to be produced by Avi Arad. I'm like, and you can't keep double A down, man. No, and I guarantee you, it's because he's been in talks with them for forty years. No doubt, that's what he does. He's that's all he does. That's what he does. He, he ingratiates himself in these situations. He gets himself in there, and then 40 years later, they make a thing. But here's the question, though. Will he be as hard at selling Link fighting Dark Link in this as he was about having Spider-Man fight Venom? That's right? my question. I, it really depends on what Aviarad likes about the Zeldaverse. True. Uh, but that's yeah. a question I'd like to ask him. What does he like? <laughs> I, I imagine it's money. Uh, <laughs> Hulkzilla gonna have to watch that to work have a good one you too Hulkzilla thanks for your support yeah. I do appreciate it man denial thanks goodness for another Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man <laughs> Venom crawled so Madam Web could run rejoice or drink heavily like I'm doing your choice <laughs> it's true man 60 second comic fact Sony is one bad bad away from making a live action adaptation, adaptation. of the trouble comic <laughs> I mean you know a trouble com a trouble adaptation um but uh, like a, a, a trouble adaptation, you could do. Yeah, like you could oh, do that, and you could do it on a budget, like a really yes, good budget, because it's just a it's just a, a period piece about teenagers banging. Yep that that's that is Riverdale. <laughs> I know, right? I was gonna say that's very much in the Riverdale mindset. I'm I'm sure at some point someone pitched that idea, and I almost respect the balls that it would right? take to do that. Absolutely. Uh, Connor Derman, thank you for your support and for your generosity. It's great to catch you live. You too, man. Thanks for being here. Hope you're uh, both doing well. Uh, no no complaints so far. Is yeah. it just me or does the Madam Web trailer look more like something by Bat in the Sun <laughs> rather than a major movie studio? I want this movie to fail and I hate that. That's the thing. I don't want... I, I never want to see a movie or a movie studio fail. And I mm -hmm. do genuinely think that Marvel sociopaths and because you know we haven't put too much of our own self-worth into freaking box office receipts that we'll never see any money from because you know we're normal people yeah the other thing is also and I think it's really important to stress this is just like knowing that most of all of these things are not owned by you and even though you may have like a direct access to like the material to the creators you might have an encyclopedic knowledge about the world mm -hmm. you don't own it and, no, and you, you never, never will and you know and you don't have any influence over it so it's all you can do is just consume it or not like those are your two options or make a tidy living talking about it um yeah or or, or become a writer but that's a very small percentage of people you who could end up becoming a writer or an editor possibly you could yeah you you could create you could you could try and circumvent it and get in there but then you have people like chip sadarsky who are like i don't want he who wrote people's like a lot of people's like favorite spider-man runs who does wants nothing to do with amazing spider-man because he's just like i know i will not have any influence over that 
Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Uh, Shane W., I can't be the only one who sees this, but over the past few years, do you see a part two of an image revolution only on a slower burn with movies and TV? Um, no. Like, I think there was definitely a moment there where there was a lot of hot image properties being made into stuff. And because, you know, we had seen kind of the end of the superhero arms race where it's like okay you know the big two have bought up everything people know they're developing everything people know the only way forward is like if amazon pumps a lot of good money into like a saga show or into you know like some of these other things that we've heard of or you know hell even with what we're seeing right now with invincible which i don't think will happen because kirkman and skybound and everything else where it's like well you know invincible could have spun off savage dragon or some of these other stuff but i don't think they're going to now no i don't think so well, Invincible is huge and the studio producing it like Skybound is very much all in on Invincible and they're dedicating a ridiculous amount of time, effort and money and space to that property and to making yeah. that show. Uh, I wonder if it could expand. I mean, certainly we've seen it at Amazon with other comic book properties. I cite the boys two spinoffs. You got the live action show. we got the animated thing uh, and all things that could happen because yeah, the boys is expansive and huge. It's a big universe, Mm -hmm. a lot of characters, Um, but one I was not expecting. And uh, likewise, and, and thankfully I think for them uh, it reaches that audience because the boys taps into a kind of, a, a kind of audience that is not looking for Marvel. Yeah. Very much so. And also, too, we've kind of seen the flip side of that coin, too. Remember the Millerverse that Netflix was really big in on? They thought that was going to be their answer to all of this, Dude, and then the, it wasn't. The Millerverse is one of those things where I thought, after the failure of Jupiter's legacy... Ascending, that, yeah, yeah, it was legacy. That was going to kill the superhero movie franchise that like essentially, cause it was like, you know, comic book accurate costumes, uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a, 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 a uh, you know, subversive concept and very, uh, you know, a, a big universe that is familiar, but also new. I was, uh, I was worried that, uh, that kind of like flagrant, desperate attempt to tap into something that has already been successful while looking exactly like the things that people are embracing or had embraced yeah. in the last 10 years would like just burn out the audience. Cause I can imagine like, especially people who are like born after nine 11 being like, I just I just love this stuff. You know, like when I was a kid, you know, like I remember the independent movies were like not new, but they were sexy. Like, they were having a boom at the moment. They, yeah, they were having a boom and people were going to see like especially people who had that who are like wrapping their identity in independent movies were like, I'm going to go see every independent movie. And it's like after Clerks. Yeah, you had Tarantino, you had Rodriguez, you had Smith. It felt like all the great yeah. directors were coming from the independent scene. Well, but after Clerks, it emboldened an entire new generation of people who were like, you mean I could just make this? And it flooded the market. I mean, Tarantino also. People were like, I could write like Tarantino. But like after the like commercialization of independent cinema, you saw like you couldn't just go to an independent movie theater and watch every movie and be satisfied. Yeah. Suddenly you were going to see some crap. And uh, you're going to see some crap no matter what, because it's art and because it's like independent. But like, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, some theaters were discerning and now it's like, well, now it's like a thing. And I can imagine after being like fooled so many times into thinking something was going to be like a masterpiece after seeing so many masterpieces. Yeah. You're going to get burned out on it. 
so Jupiter's legacy or Jupiter ascending. I was like really worried about that. So yeah, uh, but moving on. But yeah, that that was one of those things that I was really worried about. Uh, yeah, Storm Dragon. About... Oh yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. No, no, no. You're, oh, yeah, you're go. Good. I was going to say, to bring it back to Madam Web for a second, you were talking oh, about yes. screen-accurate costumes. I will say that, though, for the few flashes where we actually get to see the Spider-Women's costume, I'm like, yeah, that's basically the comic suit. A lot more black in some cases, but of course, you know, uh, Anya always did have the black suit. It's true, it's true. And, like, uh, Sony is at least happy to embrace the concept of, like, it's dark, you know? Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be bright, and it's not. It, it doesn't have to go on a lunchbox which I think is also maybe part of Sony's problem. Yeah, again, because we saw the same thing with DC when it's like, look, whether you like to admit it or not, the lifeblood of the superhero is the joy and wonderment of children and the young at heart. And if you cut children out of that equation, you are cutting out a huge chunk of potential money, not just in ticket sales, like you said, in lunchboxes and Halloween costumes and freaking kites and stuff. (laughs) It's it's true. Like the only folk who might go see Madam Web who are under the age of like 15, 16, 20 they're going to be brought by someone or it's because by virtue of just their endless scrolling on the internet, they'll discover it, you know, but Mm. it won't be marketed to them. And Sony is neglecting a massive portion of it where it's like every decision that's made by Disney is made with marketing in mind with, with, with the commercial aftermarket at the floor, man, we got to hit them all. Yeah. But like, and, and just like, you know, anyone over 40 being desperately in love with any like classic Hasbro franchise, mm-hmm. you know, was indoctrinated by it because the formula was sell the toys with the commercial cartoon show. Like it's it's all connected and it all like feeds into each other. But it is about like it's not about the show, because once the sh- once the toys start dipping, the shows get canceled. This is, of course, yeah. a 35 year old analogy. But my point being. If Sony's not thinking about action figures, then what are you doing? And I'm not like, I don't think that it's a terrible idea to make movies that are in this genre that appeal to a large to it to an older audience, but don't expect them to make billions of dollars unless it's Venom. Especially- yeah, unless it's Venom, and especially not in the here and now after this summer where we saw, saw so many huge tentpole movies just absolutely bomb in ways that we've never seen before because it's 2023. We're recovering from a pandemic still. Inflation is at an all-time high all over the world. Older people have to be very discerning with their money now, and when you already expect us to pay for your streaming service and your other streaming service and everything else, more and more people our age are like, well, I could go to the movies, or I could eat this month, and maybe I'll just wait for it to come out on streaming. Well, especially the streaming thing is is huge because they have essentially conditioned the audience to expect your movie to come out in like three months on streaming or, they or if you're warner brothers a month <laughs> well yeah and and they've also made it so you need to own like streaming is something they have essentially conditioned the culture to embrace wholeheartedly but not no loving you know accepting embrace more like in a you need to have this or you're gonna miss out kind of sense and yeah. if you already are paying twenty dollars a month or more on a streaming service and then you ask to go see a thing that is not going to that is going to be hastily made that will look like a TV show that is being mm. put out in a theater that for one ticket costs about the same amount as the streaming service that the same studio told you you need. Yeah. Then then I'm going to pick one or the other. 
you know, and, and, and it's probably not going to be going to see the movie, going to the movies once a month. It'll more likely be have the streaming service and wait for your movie to bomb. But, yeah, you know, it's true. Anyway. And, and again, and again, that's not to say that success stories don't happen. We no. saw it with Barbie this year becoming one of the biggest films ever. And even then, it had to be a really good, really subversive movie with like a hot yeah. young director and arguably the biggest female star in the world at the moment. Right. But right. it also needed to ride a social media trend where it's like, no, if you wanted that clout, you had to go to the movie, you had to dress up and you had to take <laughs> a selfie in the it's thing, true. which, man, I, I cannot wait for the moment. And you know what's going to happen when these studios try and re recreate the barbenheimer thing but completely <laughs> soullessly and inorganically because yes. they're like oh my god we they got people to see two movies in one day how yeah. did that how do we do that right how do we manufacture that and it's like yeah there's an analogy for this that i or that i that i love it's a metaphor that uh that i've used in my regular life and it's just because like it happened to me when i was in when i was a teenager and i think we've talked about this before but we always have a new audience and i'm happy to, that you're here thank you for being here but uh when i was a kid when I was it when i was in high school um there was a senior kid that i knew who um you know he really sweated the small stuff he really took a lot of things personally he hated the corporatization of the world and he hated the like the the, the fake bureaucracy that is public education in america and, uh, you know, you can stomach only so much, but when your like mm. frontal cortex isn't completely developed and you're just constantly bombarded by stimuli and hormones and like expectations and, and, and negativity and like a kind of phony one dimensional bureaucracy, you're going to put your fist through a table one day. And when he did, he was like, I need to I need to check <laughs> out. So the next day he came in in a bathrobe and he like played with an RC car all day and he called it fun day. He was like, I'm having a fun day. And fun day was his day where he like just hung out in the cafeteria or walked around and took like back in the day there wasn't like ubiquitous use of cell phones and selfies so he had like a camera and he would take selfies with teachers like they were celebrities and just like <laughs> and turned the whole thing into like a joke like just a fun little like i'm going to school i'm you can't mark me absent but i'm going to treat this like i'm on a vacation like i'm a celebrity or i'm on vacation and uh and people got into it people got wrapped dumped into it and he, he brought a few of his friends now he he took it to a further degree you know he like clearly uh before its legalization like he went into the woods and got high and then went home like, <laughs> naturally but i was and i was more of like a rule follower and i was like i kind of love this and so i also when i i realized and i stopped myself before i put my fist to the table but i was like oh that's the signal that it's time for fun day and so i told my friends I'm like tomorrow's fun day we brought a cooler in of outside sodas we set up a little like area a, a vip section of the cafeteria rolled in the av cart watched terminator 2 and just like nice. hung out all day and uh and it really and it swept the school. People were really excited. I actually I, I think it was like a Thursday or something. It was I, I had enough time to build up to it. So we just put up signs all over the school that were just like fun mm -hmm. days coming. And people were like and people were freaking out, like especially because it was, you know, the, you know, it was in the age of school shootings. People were like, what, what does that mean? And <laughs> it's like uh, Gabbo, Gabbo's coming. <laughs> Gabbo is coming. Yeah, that was very much influenced by The Simpsons. That was clearly where we were going with it. But uh after it was over and it like swept this this the, the the student body, people were like really excited. They were like, "When is Fun Day happening again?" And I'm like, "It's not a thing. Like, it's not like a thing. It's just a thing that I do that you guys are a part of." Uh, the principal brought me into this into his office a couple of weeks later, and he's like, "We have a really crappy attendance on our like uh, on our pep rallies and our like mm. uh, our, our, yeah, on our mandatory fun activities, and you got people to go. What if we had like a school sponsored Fun Day?" And I was mm. like. 
I, I had to say, I'm like, I have to say no to you because <laughs> once it becomes like a corporate thing, like once it's once, once you have like fun day TM copyright, it is no longer fun. No one will want to participate. Yeah, you've it ruined has, it. Yeah. yeah. It has to be like bucking the, the, the system. It can't be part of the system or else it'll mm. lose all its authenticity. No one will want to do it or it'll be perverted and it'll become this thing that will eventually dwindle into nothing anyway. And you'll get it right back where you started, you know? So, uh that's what that's where we're that's that's what i'm looking at that, that's what that is you know like once you start like manufacturing a trend that people authentic authentically want to be a part of you've destroyed it you've uh, storm dragon 1771 uh the madam web trailer and the sony spider verse looks like a dccw trying to be a marvel netflix it's an ugly aesthetic for a feature film you're hitting on something storm dragon because it is ugly isn't it it really is there's like an ugly veneer across it. Like, 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 like Vaseline on a lens. They're like, make this into something that has like, that, that, that is mistaken for character and style. Yeah. And again, you know? it just feels like I keep harping on this, but it just feels so late where it's like, you're three trends behind guys. Yeah. Now I should point out that uh, SJ Clarkson, the director of this movie has almost only ever made TV shows. Well, there you go. Like the first movie they've ever directed is Madam Web. So if you think it looks like a show, it's because she's only ever made TV shows. Well, Which includes the Defenders, by her. the way. Oh shit, for real? <laughs> <laughs> How about that? So that may have something to do with why it looks exactly like a television show. I, I remember going to see Serenity in the theaters with my buddy Tim, and he was like, at the end of it, he goes, you could tell a TV director made this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was just so excited to see Serenity back after Firefly's cancellation. Weren't we all? But he's like, he's like, this is shot like a TV show. And he's like, it, it did not look like a movie. And I was like, wow, that's an interesting insight. Uh, Lenny Laserdiscs. Hi, guys. Wanted to show my support and say boo to this movie. <laughs> Thanks always. Yeah, that's fair. Boo. Uh, boo indeed, my friend. New, uh, stupid sandwich. Uh, well, now I'm picturing the PR department on the Venom movie scrambling because they didn't realize he had a giant spider symbol on the costume. We could have gotten away with it. <laughs> yeah, we could have just put the spider... Because that's the thing, right? If you had already said Andrew Garfield is the Spider-Man of this universe, you could have said... Do you realize you could have had the alien costume saga have happened off-screen? Oh, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cat well, you know, Freeze. maybe now for Venom three, maybe Venom yeah. three, he will get the spider because because he sees the spider women. He sees like clips on TV. Oh, that's cool. I want that. Well, he's already seen Spider Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's true. I guess he did, didn't he? No, he'll have a spider when you see him in Venom three. Like I guarantee you, first first like big cinematic moment of him swinging around or jumping around, whatever the hell he does, you'll see him. You'll see him Spider Maning. Cat uh, mm. Lawyer, despite how annoying this universe is conceptually, it baffles me how bad these movies are. It really shouldn't be this hard to make decent movies. It's true. Like, you know, it's funny. The Marvel approach, right, of like grabbing a young, hot director who has a lot to prove and then putting them on a mm -hmm. $600 million movie and watching them burn out of the system. I do believe there's something dubious and, or not dubious, but nefarious going on where they're like, burn out these new people so they and teach them that the system is already rigged against them so they don't try and fix it or change it mm. but also sony should be doing the opposite where they're like we're going to take these hot young new directors and put them on like a property that doesn't have a budget of like a million a billion dollars and a go lot like of baggage 
right? And like, you know how to make a movie that looks like a like a like a hundred million dollars on four, you know? So do that for this. That's it. And then we'll make our money back. I mean, what's the like, what was the uh, the Blumhouse method, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Which they're doing great these days, Blumhouse. Yeah, yeah. They've totally reinvented themselves. Where now they're like actually major players. Where in our generation, it's like, oh, you mean those schlock guys who make like evil Bong and Puppet Master? Yeah, but they make money because they know to like save their 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 shekels and and put them in different places. You know, like not Very just smart bookkeeping. Yeah. Exactly. Infamous Mike Manhattan. Have you seen the David Fincher's new comic book movie, The Killer? Also, thoughts on the coyote? I, I, I had no idea. But uh, I did watch The Killer this week. I had no idea it was based on a comic, though. I nice. liked it. And no, I didn't see it. Uh, also, thoughts on Coyote versus Acme situation with Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, uh, I refuse to call them Warner Brothers Discovery. It's Warner Brothers. But, uh, <laughs> it's not Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's, it's the WB. But uh, yeah, Acme versus uh, Coyote. I mean, like, I'm glad that congress is actually taking zaslav to task about this bullshit Isn't bookkeeping it crazy that it's so bad that now congress is getting involved and in where it's like yeah this feels like the uh cinematic version of burning down a building for the insurance money and we don't think you should be allowed to keep doing this precisely so don't do that and uh we're gonna like penalize also, you big the fact time. that there's also that so many other creators are going to bad for this, like the Spider-Verse guys. Like, we saw the movie. It was great. We think it's yeah. great. You would like it. It's written by goddamn James Gunn, the guy who they're entrusting to reboot their whole superhero universe. It stars John Cena, one of the biggest stars in the world right now. And you don't want to release it? What is wrong with you? Are you sick in the head? Yeah, and they are. No, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh Dr. Mad, one of the funniest parts of this movie coming out is me having to explain to all my friends who grew up with the 90s animated series why Madam Web is in, is in this oh. movie and she isn't old and blind and in a chair. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, thankfully. Battle. Yeah, it, it's going to be a battle. I mean, but she's wearing red, though. So, you Close know, enough, it's Madam right? Web. I mean, there she this is. is an opportunity. I see her. They could have had Dame Judi Dench play Madam Web. Oh. Oh, how fun would that have been? I would actually go see that. Just her. She was in, in Chronicles of Riddick. She'll do it. She'll do yeah, it. Yeah, she will. She's down. Uh, Denial. After seeing uh, this in the trailer for Craven, I have to ask: Am I the only one that feels like those Spider Verse movies were accidents? No, no, you're not. They're not and necessarily accidents. It's more like the animation studios that made that, like those movies, have virtually nothing to do with Sony. And also, too, it's more of a we need this property now. We don't care how you get there. They just happen to throw it to some very talented people and give them a basically endless budget to create their moving masterpiece of art. And they yeah. did. And then they let them do it again because the first one was so successful. Exactly. It's essentially just like letting them do it. But you'll notice that like the more there's always a lesson and it's like when they get more successful, the studio wants to get involved and F it up mm -hmm. with their dick in it. But uh, with this. These Sony movies, like these Sony live action movies, Craven, Morbius, Madam Web, Venom, these reek of intent. Like they, they've been oh, yeah. like this from the jump. It's why they're like so consistently bad, but also consistently gross. Like, and why yeah. you can, why they all look like they're all part of the same universe because they all <laughs> have the same like groupthink committee nonsense at the helm. Um, yeah. Morbius Jr., Madam Web is another win for Morbheads. Morbius Cinematic <laughs> Universe is top tier. Can't argue with Morb that, Morbius Jr. Keep on winning. That's right. Thank you, know, you very I, much, Morbius. 
I will say, though, I am glad that Madam Web is already taking the Morbius crown of being a total meme where everyone making fun of that line. He knew my mother. She died researching spiders in the Amazon. This is a real stilted piece of dialogue that not only made it in the script, but made it into the trailer, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't begrudge trailers for be, for having like crappy lines or for sound, having bad sound. The Mummy trailer. The mm. I, I really remember there being a very bad audio problem with the first Batman vs Superman trailer. Oh yeah, and like, and nobody noticing it, and then and then noticing it when I saw the movie, being like, "Oh, they fixed it because they had to." But uh, with respect to this, like, yeah, <laughs> it's just uh, it's a problem. Tell me um, about it. I, I, I love to that internet meme lords managed to get Sony to re-release Morbius again because they thought that they could ride that wave, so they actually failed twice with the movie. <laughs> That should have been like their sign that it's time to yeah. pack it up. Yeah, how like, is that not the death nail? You have to you have to go Genesis with it. Well, we don't make systems anymore. Mm. We just have them. We have the characters, we license them. We Nintend um, couldn't. <laughs> Altus Bane, Ben and Mary played by Adam Scott and Step Brothers and Emma Roberts of We Are the Millers. I smell a setup for trouble the movie. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're hitting on something, folks, especially you, Altus Bane. I mean, like, let me tell you, a trouble a trouble show, a trouble movie. I, I mean, like, why not at this point? Because because here's the thing. Everyone, I think, is – anyone – like, the people who love these movies are in that one comment that you read earlier where it's like, oh, man, how does this work? It's for a vocal minority of people who, like, are excited for this concept and are easily duped by a studio that has no regard for them. But more importantly – uh, the rest of us just completely disregard this continuity. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, like I, nobody is like thinking about how this fits. They're just thinking, they're just hoping that they'll just throw up their hands and go, well, uh, that's over. Yeah. Again, like so, they are a punchline and they have to know they're a punchline, right? I, I don't think they do, or I think they are aware of it. And they're one of the, like, they're, you know, they're like, um, like, what was it? The Barbara Streisand effect? They're like, no, my, my house is on the internet. Scrub the internet. Like, they're like, oh no, they still think we're jokes. Uh, quick, put on this clown costume. <laughs> like, that's 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 Sony. I, I feel like if you made a sub a trouble movie, it's like, go ahead. Go ahead. And, lose your shirt on that too. I mean, why it, not at this point? It weirdly fits with Sony too, because as we saw from those Garfield movies, whoever is in charge at Sony has a weird obsession with Spider-Man's parents where any comic fan can tell you they don't matter. They've they never don't matter mattered. at all. No one cares. They don't matter. They're there to die. They're YA parents. They need to be dead in order for the character to move on. And every time they come up in stories, guys like you and me are always like, huh, they haven't mentioned them in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. When they show up in a comic book, it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, yes. Peter has parents, I guess. Yeah. Uh, BB Metalhead 04, the Sony versus such an interesting case study. I'm thoroughly against it, but I'm morbidly curious to see where it goes. More? I, uh, uh, I agree. They need to teach this. They need to teach the Sony Spider-Verse universe as like a cinema, like in, in like in like film school where yeah. it's like, what are they doing? What do you think they're doing? Who are the players? Like, or it'd be a brilliant thesis paper. Folks it really would be Ch chasing all the wrong trends, showing yeah. up too late, trying to cobble together a shared universe out of scraps that you own. Yeah. Like who was the guy who was the problem at Fox who then left and went to another studio to mess things up there. Like, Oh yeah. Shit. You know, like, you know, there are people like if you know the names and you can trade, you can track them to the next thing. Like 
I feel like there is a clear picture. Like we're too close to it. I need to move back mm-hmm. and then be able to see the full breadth of it. But I feel like no. I mean, and I know it's easy to go. I'll be all right, Amy Pascal. But like, you know, are they either? It's those two names, and they're just that powerful. Mm. Or there is some other element that's like keeping it moving. And I just I feel like it'd be very like there is something there's a clear picture here. I don't think we can see it. Rothman, Tom Rothman. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's and, the guy. And Tom Rothman does work for Sony now. Yes, so it's he does. like he's he's using his horrible influence on a place that is only open to bad ideas. Can't stop them. Um, these in the, this is the only town where, where you could fail upwards. AJ Hawk BTS photos show there are early 2000s Beyonce ads in the street, PSPs and Walkmans. Potentially <laughs> setting up another young Spider-Man. I mean, I think amazing. I, I, I think they're like, no, it's Tom Holland. It Tom Holland is Spider-Man in this universe. Uh, Ray Far, Comic Pop Woo. With every Sony comic movie coming out, I believe more and more the Sony is purposely making trash to quicken the death of Cape Flicks. Why would they do that? No, they could make they could make so much money instead, but they want to kill it. No, 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 no. The only thing they own is Spider-Man. Yeah. Like if if they what they should be doing, if if that were the case. Right. I have a better solution for them. All they need to do is go. uh, Hey, Marvel will sell Spider-Man for five billion dollars. Yeah. Like the rumor was that they were offering him for four. Yeah. But. I don't know if that's necessarily true or accurate. So I don't want to necessarily say that's like, that's that, that is something they've already tried, but like, if they wanted to get out of the Cape business, they could just sell the character back, make a and boatload of money fat and high on the hog forever. Right. Like and if they, let's say they sold Spider-Man, let's say they took a, they, they, they took a hit. Right. And, and sold Spider-Man lock, stock and barrel. They're like, let us make Venom three and then we'll get out. Right. And we'll sell Spider-Man mm. for, to you for $3 billion, three more billion dollars. Um, right to to disney um they Which could drop in the bucket for them <laughs> yeah they could distribute one billion dollars amongst the three people who run sony mm-hmm. and then make a hundred movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know what i mean it's just you could make a thousand movies that sony has every right to make because sony has no business being in this in the first place yeah. um I like people saying it can't be Tom Holland. It's set in the mid 2000s. No, no, no. If it's the early two, if it's 2005, I hate to break it to you, but Tom Holland is playing a Spider-Man who's 17. Yeah, he's a, he's a youngin. Uh, CNT connoisseur. Uh, rumor has it that No Way Home is just a, supposed to be Craven, but Sony said no because they wanted their solo movie. I heard that Craven was if they took Spider-Man back, mm. like that if they like if the if the deal after far from home when there was like that real big scary period where they were like, no, we're taking our toys and leaving. Then it would have been a Craven movie. Interesting. Um, But yeah, I mean, I would have taken a Craven movie anyway, because he's he's, like, that would have been fun. Craven by himself though. You know, by the way, apropos of like, she went to the jungle studying spiders in the Madam web trailer. We have that shot in the in the Craven trailer of him, like in the jungle and then spiders come on to him. I'm like, no one cares about actual spiders. We're here to see (laughs) spider man fight these characters which uh, that also feels like such like a too late batman thing where it's like yeah but in every batman movie there's a scene where the bats fly that is exactly right no they want that like that like batman begins bats flying around him moment 
Yeah, Spider-Man doesn't actually care about Spider-Man or spiders that much. They're not no. a totem thing. A spider didn't come crashing through the window, and that's what yeah. inspired him. Exactly. I'm watching a little behind, and I hope this wasn't already dressed, but when do you think we'll get that rec rap film? <laughs> Sooner than you think. Yeah. Uh, Morbius Jr. back again. Uh, thanks for your support, man. Guys, my uncle works at Sony. Ooh. He leaked to me the Morbius CU slate after Craven, mm. Madam Web, and Venom 3. I'm literally morbing my pants. 2025, <laughs> Morbius 2, 2025, El Morto, 2023, Big Wheel, The Wall, oh, yeah. and then Morbius versus The Wall. Can't wait, man. I mean, now, I appreciate now, now that. They, now, now, they canceled El Muerte because Bad Bunny is too busy wrestling in the WWE at the moment. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, I appreciate the, the the exclusive leak. Thank you so much, man. You heard it here first, everyone. On yeah, the, the more... Exchange. That's right. CJ Hall, C-Pop Woo, thanks a lot. Prowler or Spider-Punk movie would be fun. Yeah, a lot of people like Spider-Punk. Punk. That'd be a, that'd be a yeah. uh, su- successful one. Yeah, got uh, someone Tevia... attached to it. Why not a Spider-Girl Mayday Parker 2099? I mean, if this movie does well, you'll see them all. Yeah, it's good. It's going to totally, you know, crack a bottle, going to pop the cork on a whole new cinematic universe. You'll that's see. right. That's right. Well, like once they're like, oh, my God, it worked one time. That means we're free to bury it in the ground. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Avery Trujillo, uh, can't wait for the other movie they're probably going to make more organic webbing. Yeah, man, that'll be freaking awesome. You, you, you know, that's in their back pocket to try and do another movie. Like, again, you have all these clones. If you want to do a Spider-Man, why didn't you do any of the clones? Yeah, right. It's awful. AJ Hawk can't wait for 30 years from now when all these old CEOs are long dead <laughs> and we no longer have to deal with. It's not worthy unless it's live action. Yeah. Oh, don't I, d- don't worry. That shitty ideology will continue to perpetuate down through the era. I'm sure yeah yeah no i would not be surprised uh if it kept going if there's like some kind of nepotism involved that that taught them the the valuable lessons of what it's like to be a crusty old white guy in the boardroom yeah with terrible ideas and harboring some desire to be creative well Uh, yeah because all these shitty dudes in charge now they studied under someone else that's true that's true they all learned their lessons from each other uh, Ray Farr, oh my God, Adam Scott is Richard Parker in the cast. I believe he's Uncle Ben, but maybe we don't, We, you know what? Who knows? Uh, IMDB calls him Ben Parker. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, Raidu, uh, I'll just say if we get a post-credit scene with, Rick, with Ricochet, Dust, Dusk, Hornet, and Prodigy, I'll be content. I want Sony to mine through the bedrock of characters at this point. I mean, we haven't even gotten a Black Cat movie. Right. We we didn't we did a show way back, like after the first Venom movie came out where you and I pitched Sony movies that they could make with scraps. And we pitched Cardiac. We pitched the yeah. Slingers and Wraith even and everything else before Wraith became a big deal in the games. We had pitched that you could actually probably make a whole movie around that because it's just a fucking cop movie where she wears a costume. Exactly. Exactly. It's really easy to make. Uh, and, and they, they couldn't they know even do, do that. So they can't no. even do the good version of bad ideas. Nope. Uh, Meta Knight, they could have made a Spider Noir movie or 2099. They have so much that they could make, but choose Madam Web. That's the most vexing part. It's part of the reason why like this formula is so amazing is like they have they have an open invitation to make anything they want. Like they could have just been like, you know what, we're just gonna make Venom movies. We're yeah. only gonna make we're gonna make six Venom movies. From here but instead, return. they keep making these like side movies that no one wants. And I and I and I don't know. Maybe it's because the budgets. Maybe because they're like, well, if we make like Venom Four, it's gonna cost like two hundred fifty million dollars. Like <laughs> we, we, but if we make Madam Web, you know, maybe it won't be so uh, expensive. Like I, I don't know. Uh, I'm actually looking up the budget now. I want to see. 
Yeah, <clears throat> or even the returns on Venom 2, because I know a lot of people didn't love Venom 2 as much as they loved No, Venom but I think Marvel. it did well. I mean, I know it, it did well, but uh, yeah, I mean, ugh, like Morbius was $75 million. Yeah. I don't know. Which, I mean, which, it, which is you know, a this... reasonable budget now in our insane budgeted age of no, movies. It's very true. Um, uh, Catler with a friend for treats. Uh, I just want to make enjoy a movie without thinking about copyrights and trademarks yeah. and discuss about brands. I want a silly drama about Spider-Man. Yeah, I just want it. At the end of the day, that's very true. I want to go to the movies and just worry about Spider-Man and whether he's going to like win at the end. You know, mm-hmm. like that is that is the 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 end game for many Spider-Man fans. I mean, that's, that's the problem. He's too much of an everyman because if he's everyone's favorite character, then he has to appeal to everyone. And if he's going to, he needs to be in the biggest story possible, even though Mm. it's the little stories that made him a beloved household character in the first place. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Madam Webb, the, I don't know. What do you what do you predict as far as how Madam Web will do? Will it be a huge failure? Let's put let's date this episode. But will it be a huge failure or will it do a will it be a moderate success? I don't see it being a runaway success. I don't see it Likewise. making a, a more billion dollars. I see it making I, I think I could see it making its money back, but mm. I wonder. Because if it's eighty million I, bucks, it's got to be like one hundred and sixty to two hundred million dollars. I think that's it, an, that's an easy score to make. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that too. Like this is weird enough and outside the box enough to where like maybe this could end up getting its own weirdo cult following. Like maybe we'll even have a room effect where like maybe people are like, "Oh, this is going to be so bad! I can't wait to see it." Yeah, I, this doesn't look bad like that like it doesn't look like fun it just looks like it's boring and i really don't like the lead i think she's just not like i can see the future like i don't know i'm just like all the takes in the trailer are bad (laughs) it seems exhausting like i don't don't want i don't want to follow that character that's my main character no um but yeah I, i i i think the problem is these movies don't become like runaway successes but they no. do make their money back. And at the end of the day, like now more that than is... ever is a thing now, because we're seeing few movies open up to big, massive, you know, freaking record breaking openings anymore. But movies do stick around and have legs. Uh, the Elemental was a perfect example of that, where it's like, oh, this one had a really bad opening. Oh, but it stuck around and actually made its money back. And I think that's kind of the new model now moving forward yeah. for these movies, where it's like, look, we can't all make our money right away now in opening night like we used to. But if you're lucky and if your thing is good, word of mouth will push you over the line. Yes. Or, or keep you under the line. Like if everybody talks about how crappy this movie is, like I, I can imagine, like I can imagine day one, like the movie coming out and the first review is just, I saw it folks. You're good. <laughs> like not, and not, I'm going to tell you what happens. Just, you don't need to see it. it. It's not something special or good. It's just bad. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I don't know. I, I, if it, if it's the problem is if it looks like a TV show, mm. you know, on like a massive budget and it, That's and you get a lot of like you. wooden TV acting, it's going to be a problem. That's working against you. And uh post-credit scene. Ooh, yeah, we got to talk about this. What's our, well, it, it's got to be Spider-Man, right? It's got to be like, and I will name this baby Peter. Yeah, definitely Peter Parker will be either in, I mean, we're going to see baby Peter or 
or like the end, the, the end of the movie probably would be like the reveal that Peter, or they're going to be like, Peter Parker is the most important person in the goddamn universe. But uh, yeah, baby Peter is going to be a big one. Um, who among the venom verse will be the cameo? Oh shit, for sure. I mean, uh, did, did, is, is Hardy down enough for this? I mean, I guess he's the poster boy for this. So you got to get Tom Hardy or maybe you got to get Leto in this now. Cause Leto heard there was a bunch of young women in this so you know he just jumped on that he yeah said, hey, you want to come to my cult island right i've got a formula for this i uh i, I think we're gonna see venom i think venom is gonna be like the big one because like i think they're gonna be like we can really connect him to this because he's kind of spider-like yeah it would be a I lot wonder. easier yeah. and maybe that's the scene maybe he shows up it's like ah, oh, learning spider spider for chess now Sp- venom getting the spider on his chest would be a a crowd-pleasing mid credit sequence that I'm sure just showing him there. And he's like, right he's like, we're not done yet. Like, yeah, yeah I can see that. Ugh. Great. Yep. Uh, and heartless Fang, uh, unless Madame Webb isn't just an extended, that's so Raven episode. I'll be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I'd prefer that too. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. If, get, uh, if you want to see more Joel, go to youtube.com slash Cape Joel and check him out. And thank of you. course, if you want to see more of this, like the video, subscribe to our channel and go to patreon.com slash If you want to help us out more directly. And we'll see you guys next week with an all new episode here at the Elseworlds Exchange. So long and good luck to you, Madam Webb. We salute mm-hmm. you. <laughs>